0: Are you all ready for the word of God? Open up your Bibles. Go with me to Psalms 26. And I'm going to ask the the guys to put Psalms 26 on the the screens there. A New Living Translation. Beginning verse 1. Hallelujah. Let's read it together, amen. You know what, let's do something. Stand up, everybody stand up. Hallelujah. And we're going to just read it together. Amen. Ready? Go. Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. Test my motives and my heart. For I am always aware of your unfailing love, and I have lived according to your truth. I do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites. I hate the gathering of those who do evil, and I refuse to join in with the wicked. I wash my hands to declare my innocence. I come to your altar, O Lord, singing a song of thanksgiving and telling of all your wonders. I love your sanctuary, Lord. The place where your glorious presence dwells. Don't let me suffer the fate of sinners. Don't condemn me along with the murderers. Their hands are dirty with evil schemes and they constantly take bribes. But I am not like that. I live with integrity, so redeem me and show me mercy. Now I stand on solid ground, and I will publicly praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all may be seated. Amen. Now, if you've never read a whole chapter of a Bible, you just read a chapter of the Bible. Amen. Our feet is firmly planted on solid ground. You know, one of the beautiful things about serving God is that you walk in truth. You're not walking in lies. You are walking in truth. And the Lord is the one who has become your truth. His word becomes your truth. Amen. And when you are living according to truth, you don't deny what God is doing. You declare what the Lord is doing. And he's doing something great in your life. Amen. And so it's important for us to publicly give God glory. Because what God does in secret, we are supposed to take those things and show them openly so that the world will know that he does great things. We are here to give God the glory, to give the king glory, the king of kings of the Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. All glory, all honor, all praise belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. And so we are the ones that are are you know, we we set our affections and we set our heart on the things of God, on the house of the Lord, on the workings of God in this generation. I thank God for the past generation and I thank God for the next generation, but I'm responsible for this generation. And if I'm not publicly proclaiming the word of the Lord, destroying the yokes of bondage off of people's life and preaching the truth of the word of God, I'm going to be held in account for for my disobedience to the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I'm responsible for this generation. That means if there's something wicked happening in the land, I have to rise up and preach against it and declare the word of the Lord so that God can heal the land, so God can restore the land so that the glory of God, the kingdom of God can be revealed. That is all of the believer's responsibility. It's your responsibility for resisting the devil. Resisting the devil in all of his wickedness and preaching the truth of Jesus Christ in love. Amen. And so we are responsible for building, for creating, for sending forth ministers, for doing great things for God so that at the end of our days... All glory and all honor can go before the Lord. I remember when we were beginning the ministry, there was this one young youth minister. And I told him, I said, listen, we don't have a lot of, a lot of finances. You know, I can't promise you you're going to get rich in ministry. I can't promise you any of that. Only thing I can really promise you, there's one day I promise you, that at the end of your life, God, at the end of your life, people are going to show up at your funeral and give God glory for all the wonderful things that God did through your life. Amen. I mean, I thank God for prosperity. I thank God for wealth. I believe that's the blessing of heaven. I believe that, that God can bless your home, bless your family. God could give you more than enough. He's a more than enough God. I thank God for all those things, but it's so that He can empower you to do great things for the Lord. Amen. That all it is is fuel for the fire to go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. How would they know without a preacher being sent? That's why we give for the works of the ministry. Amen. That's why we preach the gospel. You know, and, and how many of you know that the Lord provides? He is a good provider amen I mean I remember when I remember the story when Jesus talked when Jesus you know, was with the multitudes, and, and they were in the desert, and there was no food, but there was a little boy that had a lunch, and he offered it up to Jesus, and Jesus took that, that, that little boy's lunch, and he blessed it, and he began to break it, and they began to distribute it, and it fed thousands and thousands of people, amen. Now, I understand some people say that must have been a big little boy's lunch. No, that was a big God that came upon that big little, that little boy's lunch that multiplied, amen. You know, we just saw that miracle this past week. The food ministry. They, they only had a certain amount of, of food for so many families. And they were missing like, you know, literally, oh, you know, hundreds of families come. And they, didn't, they knew that they didn't have enough food the day before when they prepared the food. They knew they didn't have enough food to give out to the community. But, you know, so they were going to shut the doors. But they decided just to trust God the next day on Friday. When they began to distribute food, there were so many people that came. The place was packed to receive the groceries that that they had prepared. But the Lord began to multiply the food that not only did everybody receive groceries, but there was leftovers. How many know that God still knows how to multiply? And you might say, well, maybe they they miscount. We're talking about a ministry that's been doing this for like the past six years every week supplying food for hundreds of families they know when there's a short there's a short in the resource but then they begin to draw upon their heavenly resource and god still knows how to multiply the food amen hallelujah and so it's so important that we give all the, the glory all the honor belongs to the lord amen and it's so important that we talk about what the lord is doing in the house of god If your affections are separated from the works of God, you are missing out in your walk with the Lord. God empowers you to do. He wants you to have an abundant life. That means a life that is able to give. And if you are saved, but you keep your Christianity at home, you keep your salvation at home, and you're not connected to anything that God is doing in this world right now. You are, literally, you are literally holding back the love of God from being displayed through your life. And it's wicked when you know the truth that can set people free, but you keep your mouth shut because you're embarrassed. You're not bold enough to preach the gospel. I'm telling you, that's a boring life. That's a dead life. That, yeah, you'll get to heaven, but you'll get there all by yourself. I plan on taking cities with me. I plan on taking this real Grandy Valley with me. That when I get to heaven... I'm going to hear thousands upon thousands that are going to come up to me and say, thank you for preaching the gospel. I am here today. My family is here today. We are saved because you were bold to preach the gospel. Hit your neighbor and say, preach, preacher. Amen. And then we gather together. We, we unite together so that God could use us to do great things together. Amen. How many thank God that there's a place like Faith Please God Church that you can run to and hear the word of the Lord and experience the presence of God. When we hear testimonies of churches that are closing, churches that are no longer existing and pastors quitting, even some committing suicide, I'm telling you, there's nothing like being in the presence of God. And there's nothing like being part of a family of faith. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you're my brother, you're my sister. I want to encourage you to begin to set your affections towards God and the work of the Lord. When you hear that there's something happening, turn your heart towards that to be part of what God is doing in this season and this time. Amen. When you hear that there's something happening, our construction or or our mission's going out or work that's happening in the the house of the Lord, turn your heart towards that and begin to ask the Lord, Lord, can I be a part of that? Can I bless, can I I help with that? Uh, Let me just tell you this. I respect and I honor you and I understand that All of us go through times and trials and tribulations. I understand all of that. But don't let the tribulations and the trials keep you back from fulfilling the work of the Lord through your life. Whatever happens, serve the Lord. But pastor, I'm having issues with my family. Serve the Lord. But pastor, I'm dealing with some things at work. Serve the Lord. But pastor, I'm dealing with some struggles in my life. Serve the Lord. Don't let it stop you from serving the Lord. Amen. Because that's what the enemy does. The enemy will, will, will attack you in different areas so that he could paralyze you from serving God. But if you would keep your eyes focused on Jesus, you'll walk on the water with him and you will have victory and the Lord will sustain your life. Amen. And you'll see that the victory will be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. And so you have to set your affections to the work of the Lord. When you hear about something that's happening in the, in the church and the body of Christ and the fellowship, you should be asking God, Lord, how can I serve in that area? How can I be a part of that area? How can I give to that area and sacrifice? How can I pray for that work? Because, you know, we're part of the building of the of the body of Christ together. Amen. And so everything that we do is about preaching the gospel. You've seen the works of the Lord in this place. You know my testimony and how committed this house is to preaching the gospel and making disciples. And so instead of you know just saying, you know, that's what Kevin's doing, you should be saying that's what we are doing. I love football. How many of y'all like football? How many of y'all saw the long words play yesterday? We won yesterday. Did you hear me? We won yesterday. Did I play in the game? No. Did I, did I do any coaching or any scheming for them to have victory? No. But when I put that game on, my heart was attached to the ups and the downs of the game play. At the very end, I was screaming, you better recover that football on the outside kick. And when they recovered the football, I began to be at peace. I turned off the TV. I was able to rest. We won. If we had lost, I would have kicked the cat. (laughs) Why? Because my affections had been set towards that team. I could watch other people play games. I could enjoy other football games. They won. They lost. All that's good. But when the Longhorns win, Pastor Kevin's happy. <laughs> well, why? Why should that be different than serving God and being part of the work of the ministry? And when we see our brothers and our sisters winning, we celebrate with them. We won together. When something new happens, we want together. When something difficult happens, we're going to walk with this. We're going to walk together. We're not going to be separated. We're going to be unified in purpose and destiny. When I begin to declare what the Lord has spoken over our life for this church and for the future, it's not what Pastor Kevin is doing and it's not what Faith Please God Church is doing. It's what we are doing for the Lord and what God is doing through our life together. Amen. Amen. We are family. Amen. Amen. And yes, there are some weird people in family. But we are family. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, Gotta love me. Amen. So we set our affections to the work of God. We put our heart out there that it's not just one person doing it, but we're doing it together. We, we ask God what our portion is to do, and, and whatever the Lord directs us to do, we do. And, and, and as the Lord, there's times God tells us to sacrifice, times God, God tells us to help. There's times God just tells us to pray. But we set our affections to the work of the Lord. We set our affections to God. We do this together. Amen. Hallelujah. We are together. We're not separated. We are called together to do good works. Amen. Hallelujah. Do y'all believe that? And, amen. So so I want to give God glory for what the Lord has done. Amen. And I want to I want to share some testimonies with you. And, and I want to ask some people to share their testimony as well. Uh, but guys, can you put the, the, the picture of our brothers in Mexico? Go and put that picture on the air, on the screen there. Hallelujah. Let you all remember our two brothers over there. I shared the, the video with you. I'll be putting it online for those that had not seen it. I'll be putting online That's right after service. You can find it on our website or find it on Facebook. But these two great men of God had been pastors and preachers their whole life. They had retired. And after about eight months of being retired, they realized there is no retirement in serving God. So they decided that they were going to build a church, and they began to grab rocks and take it to a vacant property that they had permission to build a church. Brother Carlos got to see those men, meet those men. And uh, this was in Apan, Mexico, which is near, it's about two hours away from Mexico City. And so when I was introduced to those men, and I saw the work, and I saw the rocks that they gathered, by just little... By little they used to carry the rocks they would carry it in their hands they had a, a, a wheelbarrow they'd just go collect rocks in the field and bring it and they laid down the foundation of the church and God began to give them little help little help little help and they said that even though we, we were old, we felt strong because God was our strength and they were able to build the foundation they' were able to build the walls they were able to build a roof amen but they they're at the place where they just need a little bit of help to finish out. You know, they didn't even ask. I just like, I was like, man, I, I, we're going to do this. Th- this church, Faith is God Church, is going to help them finish the work of building the church in Upón, Mexico. Show the next picture. And that's the church that they built. And that church probably would be able to sit about a 100 people, about 75 to 100 people. Right there, right next to a, a big uh, uh, hill that, that that was down there in a new community. Those two men were faithful to do what, what God put in their heart to do. And so they just carried those rocks, those rocks until they're able to get to that point. So, and this was we took this picture last month, okay? On Friday, I sent what they needed to finish that church. We paid for it in full. So now they have all the resources to build that church completely. I'm sending word to them that when it's done, I got to show up and take a picture over there, amen. I got to see what it's going to look like, amen. And so I want to let you know, church, you all just built a church in Mexico, amen. Amen. Praise God. Give God praise, amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I I want to ask Pastor Rene Serda to come. And I want him to share a little bit of the testimony of what God has done in his life. I, I, told, uh, I told Pastor Renee. I said, uh, can I share your testimony? He said, yes, but don't tell anybody. I want all glory, all honor to belong to the Lord. I said, praise God. So I'll call you up so you could tell everybody and give God all the glory, all the honor. Amen. Praise God. Step on up here, brother. so I get a text from PK last night, and he says the same thing. I told him,
1: yeah, go ahead, share it, but just don't say it was me. And he goes, praise God, give God all the glory, all the honor. He said, good, you can do it for me. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, so next time I'm not going to say anything, right? Um, But anyway, um, most of you guys know me that uh, uh, I'm a teacher. Um, I teach eighth grade college and career readiness. I've been a teacher for the past four years. But before then, I was a contractor for 20 years. Uh, family business, set up the roofing and remodeling. I got out of the uh, roofing and remodeling business for a couple of years, went into teaching, and um, about two about two years ago, God start, uh, started to stir my heart to get back into it, get back into uh, roofing and remodeling and construction. And I, I thought I was done with it, you know, I thought I was done with that, and and uh, he just kept stirring it in my heart and stirring. It. I was like, no, I'm doing good, teaching over there with the kids. I'm having fun over there. And, you know, I go, I really don't want to go back into, into contracting and all that business. And he just kept stirring it up for the past two years. And I said, okay, Lord, if this is what you want for me, I go, I go, I don't want to go through the same struggles I went the past 20 years. You know, that sometimes there's work, sometimes there's no work. Those of you that are self-employed know what I'm talking about. You know, uh, during Christmas time, Christmas time, nobody wants to spend thousands of dollars on a roof or remodeling. You know, so that's when business is very low. Uh, income tax season comes around when nobody wants to spend it on a roof and remodeling. They want to spend it on clothes, cars, and all that. You, you see the new license plates everywhere, right? You don't see a new roof going up somewhere. So anyway, I got to wait till hurricane season and pray for a hurricane to, to hit. <laughs> you know, and uh, I remember when I first got here... And it was my first year here at Faith Jesus God Church, and and there was a hurricane that was gonna hit, and and PK uh, said we're gonna pray against that hurricane, and you know all that. And then on the uh, on the envelope, on the offering envelope, I put I I was praying for a hurricane. <laughs> okay, and he calls me up and he tells me I don't know if he remembers the story. He goes, Renee, he goes, we have about 150 200 people in the church, and we have 199 or you know, whatever, praying against the hurricane. I got one praying for a hurricane, and that <laughs> one was me, right? So anyway, um, <clears throat> so he starts stirring this into my heart, and, and um, I said, okay, Lord, I'll, go, I'll do it, but I'm a teacher right now, and, and this is my salary this is how much I make. If you give me a job that will supersede my salary, I said, if it supersedes my salary that I'm making right now, I'll get back into the construction business. One job that's going to supersede my whole year of work was being a teacher. So time was passing by, you know. I was getting little jobs here and there, you know. And then uh, one day I get a call from a cousin of mine in Houston. He says, hey, there's a guy that wants to do this big old job there in Harlingen, And, uh, and I'm, he's from Harlingen, but he's living in Houston now. He goes, he wants me to go down there and do it. But uh, he goes, I'm too busy up here in Houston. He goes, I'm going to drop your name in the bucket. He goes, and he'll be in contact with you. And I said, well, how big is the job? When he told me, I was like, whoa. I was like, hey, make sure you put my name there a couple of times in the bucket. <laughs> it's like a raffle. You know, in a raffle, the more, the more chances you get to, to winning, right? So um, a couple of weeks later, the guy contacts me, and he comes rolling into town. And, and uh, we meet up at the, at the job site. And he just shows up with a real simple, with a piece of paper with a number on it, you know, like a budget. And I was over here trying to impress and do everything, you know, in the flesh, trying to impress. And, but how many of you guys know when God already made the way, it's said and done? Yeah. You know, the guy came down here from Houston, drove down here in about five, six hours, and the, minute, the, the uh, interview took about 20 minutes or less. You know, once he saw me, we got you talking a little bit, he says, okay, well, when can you start? And I was like, Really? He's like, yeah, really? When can you start? And he, and he goes, he showed me the, he goes, look, here's a budget. Go over the budget. If you can do it for this price, uh, let's get it done. And I said, okay. I looked, I looked at everything, and just off the top of my head, just looking at the calculator, I was like, yeah, I can do it for that, for that. Of course I can. And he said, all right. He goes, I'll get back with you so we can sign the contract and all that. And I said, okay. So he got back with me. We signed the contract. And I was so excited, I went to go share with my wife, and I was so excited, I "I can't believe that this is happening, and all these years of planting, and planting, and planting, and sowing, and sowing, and sowing, sowing. how many of you guys have planted, and sowed, and sowed, and sowed, and you're waiting for that harvest to come, and it hadn't come, and you get desperate, and the flesh starts to react, come on Lord, I hear all these testimonies, uh, uh, people getting blessed left and right, and you're waiting for yours, well that was me, I was waiting for mine, you know, and... As I'm sitting there waiting for mine, you know, I'm like, all these years have passed by and your face starts to waver a little bit. But, you know, s- stay strong in it. Stay strong. You know, I never gave up. You know, I never gave up. And God just kept stirring in my heart. I even said, I don't want to go back to contracting. I don't want to go do that stuff anymore. I'm good with the kids over there. You know, I'm, I like the kids. Sometimes, <laughs> right? You <Yeah. laughs> But uh, anyway, so... So we, we, we start doing the work. You know, we, uh, first of all, God just opened up doors. You know, he opened up a huge door. You know, they said, hey, you need to have a $2 million insurance to, to, to do the work. And I was like, my flesh right away, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get the $2 million insurance. How am I going to get $2 million insurance? I go to the, uh, to the insurance company. I fill out the application. They tell me how much it is. I said, am I approved? They said, yeah, you're approved. Do you got the down payment? I got the down payment. Yes, I can do it. Get a down payment. Boom, $2 million insurance. What else do I need? You need commercial liability uh, for vehicles. Okay, how much is it? Boom, got it. Praise the Lord. Everything that was asked for was just as simple as A, B, C, D, E. Okay? I was telling Pastor Kevin, it's never been so easy. Never been so easy in the 20 years. Over 20 years that I've been in business, it's never been so easy. Never been so easy. So we signed the contract. I gave the guy the the, the $2 million insurance, the commercial liability. And I said, before I sign, and I was up front with him. I was honest with him. I said, look, before we sign, I need to be up front with you. I go, I'm also a teacher. I don't do this full time. I do this part time. I go, he goes, "I I got everything that you need. I have the people to do it, the skill, everything, the ability, everything. I'm just letting you know that, the expectations. Everybody has different expectations, especially when they're paying you that much money. I said, I can't be at the job site all day, every day. I go from 8 to 4 o'clock. I'm with my 8th graders over there. I'm a teacher. Is that going to be okay? He goes, yeah, man. I don't care what you do, man. Just get the job done. Can you do it? I was like, yeah. He goes, all right, get it done. All right, because you want to be at home sitting around and watching TV or whatever? Just get it done. I was like, okay. You know, he, it, it, whatever obstacle was in the, in the way, God removed it off, the, off. You know? I couldn't believe it. You know, it was so easy. And I was like, okay. So we're about to sign the, this contract. We signed the contract. And I'm like, we signed the contract. He goes, okay, I'll get back to you so we can get started and stuff like that. So in the meanwhile... You know, my mind starts going. I'm like, how am I going to be able to fund this project? It's a big project, over, over, um, I think it was over $250,000. Go, how am I going to be able to fund this project if I don't have that kind of working capital? I went to my bank. My bank said, yes, I can give you working capital, but don't forget, you're building a home. You can't apply for it. Oh man. Okay, so there I am, trying to do everything myself. To, to try to get money from uh, different places, re- resources, so I can pay, uh, fund this project. And I was talking to a brother of mine, and, and uh, we were having some wings. And I told him about, about the, uh, the project, and he's like, well, let's just pray for it, and, you know, pray for it, and let God lead the way. So I said, okay, you know, you're right. So I did that. The guy calls me a week uh, later and says, hey, Renee, uh, so you ready to start? I said, yeah, I'm ready to start. He goes all right he goes, look, this is the way it's going to work." He goes every two weeks we're going to give you a draw uh, to help you fund the project as you as you go along okay and I'm not talking you know and I was like really he goes yeah he goes yeah, yeah. that easy that easy you know so um, so we're, we're, we start the project everything's going great we haven't had any rebuttal Eric, the management's uh, the supervisor came down. They love us to death. They love the guys. I got like 30 some guys out there working. We're moving along just fine. Everything's going great. And uh, one night, we were, having, we're, we're almost done. We're maybe about two, three weeks out from completing this project. And my wife tells me, uh, I told her, hey, uh, PK wants me to go look at the roof. And, you know, because we're doing the construction here at the, at the church. And the roof at the, children, at the nursery and the, um, in the toddler's area. And and I know because I've been I've been maintaining these roofs for, for years, and I know how bad it is. And uh, Leti, Leti, my wife says, "Well, why don't you donate it?" And I was eating it, and I was like, <laughs> "Donate it!" And in the, in the words of PK, "Get the behind me, Satan, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's like a, I don't know. I think it was like a twelve fifteen thousand dollar roof," and I was like. I don't know. I said, well, we'll, we'll pray. I said, we'll pray, okay? Let's pray about this. Let's really, really pray. <clears throat> so weeks are passing by, and, and, but God just, I, I'm at work, and God's put it in my heart to do this. And I ignore it. I'm there ignoring it, right? I'm doing other stuff. And, and he's putting it in my heart to do it, and he's relentless. He will not stop. Oh, my gosh, you know. He will not stop. He will not stop. Relentless. I mean, I'm talking about relentless pursuit, man. Um, and, and, and he's there putting in my heart to donate the roof. And I'm like, Lord, but that's like $12,000, You know the needs that I have over here? I'm building a house. I need grass. I need this. I need that. I need furniture. And then he's all, <clears throat> so I'm just, man, you know, what am I going to do? And then PK preached that morning and talking about the construction. And, and he's still there. And Jonah, the story of Jonah, how many of you guys have read the story of Jonah. Right, where he tried to get away from God and God just still went after him over there. He got thrown out of a ship, went into the belly and still in there, took him out of the belly, and he still went and did what God told him to do. He was still obedient to what God told him to do. So I said, you know, I have to be obedient because this is, uh, you know, God's going to, I know God's blessing me, but it's not all for me. It's not all for me. And I know that. And, and, and it's not my flesh reacting because my flesh would have said No. You know, I can do other stuff with those 12, 15 grand, right? So, and I have perfect peace about it. And I told, on the way to McAllen last week, I told PK and PV, I said, uh, I want to donate the roof for the, for the children over there uh, because God's blessing me. And I told him the testimony that I'm telling you guys here today. So, I told him, he said, awesome, praise God. And, and wow, God's just really moving. And he's going to share more, more stuff, what God is doing in the church, you know, so, uh, I said, yeah, I want to go ahead and do that. And, and I go, God, God's just opening up this big door, PK. You know, he's opening up this big door. I mean, huge door. And it's never been so easy. Like, I'm over there doing my thing teaching, and teaching. And I got 30-some of my guys doing their thing over there. And everything's going great, you know. <laughs> and then to wrap it up, uh, you know, so that's going on. And, and then the guy calls me from Houston and this, the, the, the superintendent of the project, and he says, Renee, he goes, you guys are doing so awesome. He goes, I want you to come to Houston and do the, a little bit bigger project than the one you're doing here in Horton. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, thank you, Lord. I mean, and that day, PK had just preached about how God's gonna take you over the boundaries, you know? Our flesh, our flesh puts us in a box here, but but God, the Spirit of God takes us beyond that, you know. Yeah. So so uh, so I was like, okay, and he goes, and Renee, yes sir. He goes, we got a hotel in Corpus also that we want you to paint the whole hotel on the exterior. He goes, it's a huge project, and I was okay, Houston, Corpus, and he goes, one more thing, and I said, yes sir, and then inside of me, I was just excited, I was just praising God and giving God all the glory. And, and, uh, and I said, yes, sir. He goes, and uh, everything's going so good that we want you to take care of all of South Texas for us. You know, you know it's God. Because Renee couldn't have done this. You know, Renee couldn't have done this. You know it's God. And that's why he deserves all the honor and all the glory. And I'm just so grateful and thankful to God. And and I'm right there with you guys. Those of you guys that have been planting, sowing into the ministry and into God's kingdom, don't give up. Yes, the devil's going to bring... Thoughts and, thoughts and it's going to waver your faith. But don't give up because I have planted and sowed year after year after year waiting for the harvest. But let me tell you something. <clears throat> when you plant and you sow, the fruit, the crop, whatever it is, you can't reap the harvest before it's due time. You got to let it take its course. And let when it's, when it's already matured enough to where it's ready for harvest, then the harvest will come. And when it comes... It comes like this, all right? So I just want to, I'm just here today to testify and to give God glory what he's doing and be ready for yours because I, I just received mine. And, but most importantly, most importantly, when he says to give, give. You know, I didn't, like I said, my friends didn't want to. He said, give, and I said, okay, Lord, I gave. Then I get this call, hey, all of South Texas is yours. You know, so praise God. Thank you. (laughs)
0: love you, bro. I'm glad you're a man of few words. (laughs) I don't want to talk too long. I don't want to. So, I want you to see something. When, Renee, what year did you start to come, you and your wife started coming here? About two and a half years ago. and, a half years. Twelve and a half years ago. And they heard the word of God, and they began to follow the ways of the Lord. And we preach about giving because of the promise of great Receiving. When Renee started coming, how many beers did you used to drink? 36 36 beers a day. No one in his family had ever gone to university and graduated. Marriage was terrible, and they could not have children. In 12 and a half years, the Lord set them free. The Lord opened up his, his mind to be able to excel in education. God has uh, got a degree. God blessed them with three amazing children, and their marriage is strong in the Lord. I disagree with you, Renee. You have been receiving a harvest that's way beyond any money can ever can ever buy, can ever qualify. Sometimes we think that the harvest we want is the harvest we're going to get when God knows where the true riches are. Amen. The financial harvest is it's just part of the process because he blesses you in every area spiritually physically socially mentally and financially and he prepares you so that when he takes you to the place that he wants you to be you can stand there if you would have received it two years ago three years ago you wouldn't have been able to stand there but at the right time the lord had prepared you for this moment amen (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) praise god Say, I'm next. Yes. Amen. But wait, there's more. I want to ask uh, Brother Israel to come on up. Brother Israel is uh, the owner, him and his wife have JNSAC. Come on up. Come on it. And JNS Ace Air Condition is the, one of the best air conditioning companies you could use. Yes. These guys are awesome. But I want him to share the testimony you know, see, when I talked to these guys, I made it seem like I was going to share the testimony. But, brother, share what the Lord did for you, brother. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Thank you. See, my name is Jose Cabrera, Israel Cabrera. I'm going to try to do it in English because this is an English service. I am Hispanic from El Salvador, Central America. So... How many know that God can turn the bad for good? It's in the Bible. This is really fresh to happen to my family, with my wife, my son, with my business. You know, uh, this guy being been so good with me, with my family, with all my son and my daughter. Uh, so many good that I receive from God. And um, this... Testimonial man, I share is fresh, because he been giving me a lot of his glory. Okay, remember about the flooding that happened like months ago, two months ago, three months ago? Okay, all my band they went into the water, my business band, and they get back with the motor. And I say, God, and I cannot say anything. I just cannot wait on you. And I was praying. For to the best result, okay, and then uh, so I had to use my personal vehicle to drive around to fix air conditioning. I was waiting and the Lord I say, Lord, if you help me to get a new van again, I will we have been planning see all over church, any a, a different ministry so uh. I got this call from Ford Company and they say, I got the van for you, it cost $40,000. I say, well, I have a best period with Ford. I I, I looking for another kind of vehicle because this was, it was, not, uh, it was not good for me all this time that I use it. So I say, Lord, if you find me a vehicle, it's gonna cost less, it's, it's gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to be happy with that. So I went to Dutch Company. So Dutch Company was waiting for me. I met this salesman, really man of God. I said, I need this vehicle, and I need to see how much it's going to cost. OK, he told me it cost 40000 but he got all this discount. It all come out like $31,000. okay I said, that's what I want. I start doing paperwork. I said, Lord. Uh, I was my desire on this church for the air conditioning. So I, I know I have a, a request to put a, a big AC 20 ton. It costs like $20,000. Only the unit by itself, plus labor, crane service, all that. So it'll come out like 45000 the air conditioning. Only one unit. We need like four. Okay? Only one unit costs like $45,000, I say. OK, so the bank cost me like almost 10000 less. I say, God, all this other money that's left, I'm going to donate an air condition to the church. Yeah. All right? <laughs> so this friend of mine, who's a company, called me, we got a unit for you. It's been there, put out for years, brand new. 20 times, 20 I'm gonna give me for $5,000. <laughs> so soon that AC is gonna be running over here to cool better. <laughs> and I will provide all the labor materials and crane service, and all kind of rem- demodulation to put at that new unit. So, we asking God more for the other three ones. This place can cool with uh, four units of uh, 20,000 BTU, so 20,000 tons, so it'll be a huge night play to come enjoy in summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, we are stone believers on planting seed because we see how God is good with us, and we have to share all the blessing to anyone that God put in my heart. Yeah. So, he give me more blessing. He gave me another property that I purchased. That's another testimony. <laughs> there is a buy for anybody who want to buy it for $700 a month. You can have it. For ten years, <laughs> just contact me. And lifer, two acres with mobile home, everything included. Call me. <laughs> Seven hundred a month for ten years. Okay. Um, I brought the I brought the Bible. This is all glory for God. Uh, we always give it glory for God. Amen. This Bible I brought it today because God gave me when I was in my knee, He gave me a vision of, of a tree two brush, the one you clean your teeth. Okay, I don't know why he gave me, but he gave me a to my people. So, he say, he, he showed me three true brush, the head. One it was used, very used, the other, fairly, the other new. I say, this is like the Bible, this Bible, the book. Okay? He say, the people how many, they do have a Bible at the church. I, I'm pretty sure everybody have it. The one who really used all, that means they've been using a lot. They've been, you know, the tools is to clean your teeth. The Bible is to clean your, if you read that, if you read the Bible all the time, you can start cleaning. And the Bible say in Isaiah, Isaiah let me see. Um, I have it here. It's 1 18. This, it said that all the, the your sand, black sand, it all turn to a white snow, right? So he reminded me about reading the words of God. He turned your soul like white. Like all the bad things, they turned it white. So that was the revelation given me about the toothbrush that as some people they don't use the Bible. Okay, that's the look fairly new. The one that has old Bible, old mark. That means they've been using a lot reading, and, read and they have being turned white. It's the same with the toothbrush. If you don't use it, your teeth are gonna be yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave me that right now. So I, I encourage to you, you start using your Bible. So erotron white from inside. Amen. 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 And we barely almost two years in this church, and God being 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 good with, us, with the pastor. We love everybody like family. Amen. And in a couple of two years, I say to everybody, I've been in the church for 30 years, but this two years have been like more intense uh, teaching with me on Bible, everything. So, um, sometimes when you're not receiving, you know, other, uh, this is a place to come and learn a lot. That you can transform soon. So uh, that was my testimonial about God, how God is is turning bad. then, you know the stern the this, turn, this turn, uh, uh the flood, I know, I say, well, this, this flood is gonna bring a lot of job for many companies. And I see all companies working, making a lot of money, remodelation, and all kind of, even if I lost my van, but that's okay. God turned it to a good uh, testimonial, and uh, that's the way it got worse. Sometimes when things look bad, he turned it. If you draw to God, he turned it to a, a good news. And I pray for everybody. I know everybody has been seeking God with the heart. And God, will, he give you the same uh, result, you know, that you're asking. Just wait on the Lord and his time, and he will give you your good testimonial. If you have it already. Come and share it, because we have to share all the testimony to to address all the people. The God is working. He's He's alive. He's still forever, and that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Glory to God for Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: Love you, brother. God bless you, man. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Come on, give God praise. That's the new truck. Amen. And that's the new air air conditioning unit. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, the air-conditioned units that we have around this church are like old Bibles. They've been used. <laughs> they, they, they have been in operation since 1994. And only by the mercy of the Lord we've made it this far, Amen. By by the next summertime, we shall have all new air conditions in the church. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to ask the praise and worship team to come to the alt. Come, uh, get, come on up. Um, uh, I want to show you, go and put the, the church picture up there. So in the entry area, it's going to look like that. And the, the platform, you're going to have to... Climb up three feet to come into the church. And it's about 3,000 square feet that you're going to enter. And everything that's underneath those pillars that have been remodeled, we're enclosing it. And it's going to be a place where you could come, you could fellowship, you could do work, you could do business. It's going to be open all the time, you know, Monday, you know, pretty much normal working hours. And it's a place where people can do business, fellowship, gather or maybe they stop in because they just were looking for somebody to talk to. You're gonna have coffee and all that stuff there. It's gonna be a shop, gonna be a Christian bookstore there. Amen. It's a cultural transformative place. Because many people don't come to church on a Sunday because they're not used to that, or maybe they, they went to a place and they, they were hurt or wounded or they have a bad experience. But they might walk in because it's a really great place to fellowship, and somehow, some way, God touched them. And so it's going to be a, a very big, attractive place. And even on the outside, when, when you walk up, the platform on the front is 10 feet extended from the doors. So we're setting it up so that we can actually do services outside under the stars, right on that, that front patio area right there in the front of the building, amen? That's going to be one of the first things we're going to do, Amen. And uh, starting tomorrow, they're going to square the arches that are out there, and they're going to start fixing all the holes and making it look beautiful. Um, and then about two weeks, they're going to pour the concrete and, and raise the, the platform. The whole building is going to be up. You're going to walk up to get in and walk down just to come into the church, amen? I'm telling you all this because I want you to celebrate with me what the Lord has done, amen? The the Pillars, we have, a, we have people that have sponsored every pillar. And we ordered all the brick to do the pillars already. Amen. It's already paid in full. Amen. Now, yeah, give God praise for that. Amen. Now, before I talk about that, I forgot to tell you another thing. This past year, the Lord put in my heart to do a crusade in Cuba. And I spoke to Evangelist Tomas Reyes, a pastor in Mexico. And I said, brother, I know I can't go to preach in Cuba because of the political condition. But I said, if you will raise up a team and you will go to Cuba to preach the gospel and do a mass crusade, I will pay for it. We will pay for it. Faith is God, will sponsor it. And so when he went to Cuba, The favor of God was there. The political system, the leaders invited him to do a crusade, gave him access to one of the grounds, and the doors are wide open for him to go and preach the gospel all over that city, amen, in a mass crusade, amen. Give God praise for that, amen. So on Friday, on Friday this week, I met with Pastor Tomas. And I gave him all the funds that he needs to do the mass crusade in Cuba in February of next year. Amen. Thank God for his empowerment for the preaching of the gospel. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, You did that. I'm just a pastor, I'm just a leader. But it's God moving on your behalf and, and touching you and speaking to you about giving. Everything that we've been able to do is because of a bucket. The Lord gave me a word that the bucket, every time that I pour out, that he'll fill it back up. Amen. Everything from the the columns that we were, the the brick and the the pavement that we're able to purchase. That building and all its renovation from the coffee shop to the furniture, you name it. That building, I want to let you know that the Lord has filled up the bucket. And right now in the bank, we have cash to do it all. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, give God praise for that. Praise the Lord. Now, I wanted to share one last testimony because God is speaking. This one family, God had been speaking to the father and had told him about selling a piece of a property that he owned. And so he sold the property. And last week, he came and followed what the Lord told him to do. And gave us a check for $100,000 for the preaching of the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the anointing. It's the word of the Lord. It's God speaking to people. Because you have to understand that we are only here for a season. And so God will empower you to do great and mighty things if you will walk by faith and not by sight. That remodeling, and then after we're finished with that, we're gonna do the entire front side over here facing the highway. It's all gonna be paid in full. We're not borrowing not one dollar. And I wanna show you, yeah. I want to give you another testimony. We have not picked up any special offerings for it. There hasn't been a fundraiser. We have not. All we've been doing is praying and telling people what the Lord has been telling us. Amen. I was speaking with a a young minister and he was doing something that God told him to do. And he was asking me, you know, How are we going to get there? You know, how am I going to get the the, the resources that I need to do that work? I said, it's all by faith. You just tell people what Jesus told you to say and to do, and God will handle the rest. Amen? I believe that many of you have some visions and dreams that God has put in your heart. And I want to encourage you to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't ever think that just because, you know... That, that God calls you and puts a word in your heart, and then He expects you to 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 try to fund it and to come up with business ideas and all that. You know, God will bless you through those business ideas, but be faithful to do what God told you to do, and watch how He will bring in the provision from the north, south, east, and west. Watch how God will release favor upon your life. Watch how God will bless you over and over if you'll just walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Hallelujah. So. This whole morning service, I, I don't even know what to do with this. I, I just want to thank God. Thank God. You don't know the fights that we've walked through. You don't know the, the, the struggles just to get to this place and have the wisdom of the Lord to do this work. For you, you see it as a construction project. But this has not been done by the ways of the world. This has been done by faith in God, all, all alone. We don't owe Visa, MasterCard or anybody for this completed project, amen. This is heaven raining down his blessings upon his people and establishing something new in the Rio Grande Valley. When man says no, God says yes. When every door is shut, God will open up a door that no one can shut, amen. This has been a a work of prayer, this has been a work of of faith, this has been all just pushing and pressing and speaking the word of the Lord. And we have not stopped. We didn't stop preaching the gospel, we didn't stop blessing nations, we didn't stop giving, we didn't stop doing anything because of this, we just kept on doing what God told us to do. And God is the one that brought this about, amen. All glory, all honor, all praise belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands. Just begin to worship the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We glorify your name. Lord, we thank you so much. You are the one that's done this work in our lives. You are the one that's blessed us, Lord. You are the one that's spoken to us, Lord. When we should have quit and we should have walked away because of the work was too hard, Lord. But we did not because all we could do is follow your voice. That wherever you are, that's where we want to be. And Lord, that you are the one that's establishing the work. You are the one that has created this place of worship. You're the one that has answered the prayers of your saints, Father God. You're the one that has blessed the works of our hands. So Lord, we come to you today just to tell you thank you. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for speaking to others on our behalf thank you for raining down your blessings upon faith pleases god church and the people of faith pleases god church thank you for blessing the valley with a church that's full of your spirit and will follow you all the days of their life of our lives we thank you lord Jesus come on church just thank them right now give them an offering of thanksgiving hallelujah hallelujah come on let's sing a song of worship let's worship him Thank you Lord Jesus lift up your hands and just begin to worship God hallelujah sit down and prepare them and as you prepare them i want you to come and place it at the altar of the lord and give it to god today amen and so if you can prepare your offerings and i'm going to ask the worship team to keep on singing and keep on worshiping but let's worship the lord with our giving hallelujah not the buckets go and remove the buckets i want them to lay it at the altar we're we're giving it all to god hallelujah so go and prepare it and when you're ready to give just come and and release it to god Give it to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We glorify you, Lord Jesus. Holy are you, Lord. How great is our God. Let's go and worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How great is our The loudest praise. Praise Him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. coming right when we're crossing over. There are many that didn't get to this place, get to this point. But when we got right there, the enemy came in and, and have stolen their blessing of being able to enter into a place of rest. Some have been walking with us for a long time. And they experience when we're just holding on. You know, there's that statement, just hold on. But it's really God held on to us. Didn't let us walk away, didn't let us stop. And this is just a beginning. We're taking territory for the glory of God. And this story is going to inspire your faith. People see a building. I see a work of the Lord. People see, you know, chairs and furniture. I see places people will sit and receive from God. People see a name. I see the name above every name. All glory, all honor belongs to the Lord. How big is your faith, church? Are we going to build a building and then we're going to stop there? How big is your faith? Well, I gave, I gave a lot, I gave a lot, I gave a lot. Yeah, but you received a lot. Are you going to stop doing the former just because you start looking at how much you gave? Look how much you've received. And we're going to go to places and do great and mighty things for the glory of God change territory and change the lands for the preaching of the gospel You know, for, for the glory of God we're going to send preachers all over this globe amen and we're not going to stop we're going to keep going this is not a construction this is a move of God that's all it is we're making room you see that wall back there? That wall needs to come down. To make room for more. People are going to come and they're going to walk in this place. Oh, look how beautiful, how awesome how it is. They're not going to know the fight. But I believe that God is going to give us faith to challenge them to fight a new fight. And let them be raised up for the glory of God. I love fighting in faith. I love it. I don't know about you, but I, I'm excited when, I, when I'm challenged to trust and believe God for something new. And it, we could, you can could have absolutely nothing, but if you'll rise up in faith, you'll receive everything. Amen. Don't get offended when I start talking about what God wants us to do and what we're going to build and where we're going to go and how we're going to give. Don't get, get excited because if you will grab a hold of it, it's the wind of the Holy Spirit and the wind of the Holy Spirit will pick you up and take you to places you can never even dream about. I'll tell you about a bunch of stuff that are in my heart, but the ultimate thing in my heart, and I want you to understand, the ultimate thing in my heart, do not take this negatively, the ultimate thing in my heart is I just want to finish the race that God put before me. Amen. That's it. So while I'm here, while you're here, let's run together. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, We're going to run together. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And then when we finish the finish line, we can look back in heaven. Hallelujah. It's going to be fun. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. says why are you crying because we're criers I told my wife the other day I said I don't mind crying in church as long as I'm not the only one hallelujah can we do a different worship song Let's do another one. Let me all worship God a little more. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah.
0: God, and this morning, this day, you today you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ and ask Him to be your Lord and be your Savior. God loved you so much that He sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for your sins, and you can receive the free gift of salvation that comes by the completed work at the cross when Jesus died for all mankind. He was buried, He died on the cross, buried in a grave, and three days later, He rose again. And if you would surrender your life to Jesus Christ, he will come and begin to live on the inside of you. He will fill you with his Holy Spirit and he'll begin to teach you how to live for him. If today you want to dedicate your life to God and ask Jesus to forgive you of all your sins, when I count to three, lift up your right hand and we'll pray the prayer of salvation and you will be born again. Maybe you have given your heart to God in the past, but for some reason you've fallen away and you want to rededicate your life to God. This prayer is for you as well. He is faithful and just to forgive you every single time that you repent. So if you would like to repent and come back to God, when I count to three, this is your time, this is your moment, when I count to three, lift up your right hand and we'll pray the prayer of salvation together. One, two, three, lift it up wherever you're at. God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. Now, I want everyone to lift up both hands to heaven and repeat this prayer out loud with me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come inside my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I thank you for saving my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Teach me your ways. Use me for your glory. I believe that I'm born again, that my sins have been forgiven, that I am saved in Jesus' name. I am now a child of God in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor Veronica, come on up here. My mascara is running. (laughs) Hallelujah. I I just thank God for you. I love you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And it truly is, every day it gets gooder and gooder. Amen. Praise God. Dismiss us.
4: Hallelujah. Just raise up your hands where you're at. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your glory, Lord. We thank you, and we worship you, and we praise you, Father. And I thank you for your people, Lord, that you would continue to pour out your presence, and your word, and your goodness upon every single one of them. Lord, I thank you that we are not limited to the the rules of this earth, Lord, but we operate in the kingdom of heaven, where what seems little becomes much, and it becomes multiplied, Lord. And I thank you right now that we are faithful with what you've placed in our hands, Lord. We thank you that this building will represent your goodness in the Rio Grande Valley, that people will be drawn to it because your presence and your healing and your deliverance and your salvation is in this place. And I thank you, Lord, that we as the church will go out and represent you and bring glory wherever we go. Father, we thank you, Lord. Because Lord, we go out full of your glory and full of your presence, Lord. We thank you that we have your presence with us wherever we go. And Lord, as as we move forward, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that as people look to this place, they are drawn to this place, Lord. I thank you that your glory and your presence will forever dwell in this place, Lord, that hearts would be changed, that lives would be changed, that marriages will be restored, Lord, I thank you Father that anyone who drives into the into this parking lot and comes into these doors will know and know and know that we serve a God who is alive. Amen. We serve a God who is true. And Lord, I bless your people as we go out today, Lord. Continue to speak to them. Continue to give them direction. Lord, remove all confusion from their hearts and from their minds. And I thank you that you set them on the clear path to where they need to go lord bless the work of their hands lord give them ideas that come from heaven and i thank you lord that people will see them and they will know that they serve a living god who is alive and mighty in their lives lord thank you jesus for your presence and lord we bless your name always in jesus name amen
0: amen amen one last thing uh Well, two things, on Sunday, which is the next week, the 29th, we're going to have baby dedication. So if your baby has never been dedicated to God, we'd love to pray the blessing of heaven upon that child. And also on the 26th, is that Thursday? Thursday,
4: Friday, and Saturday. We
0: have Spanish conference, Holy Spirit fire conference. Conferencia de fuego. fuego. So come on out. There was this one guy that used to uh, travel with my father and and he didn't speak Spanish, but my dad was always preaching Spanish. And they asked him, why do you go to these services? You don't speak Spanish. He says, I go for the goosebumps. So if you, don't come, if you don't understand Spanish, come just for the presence of the Lord. Amen. If anyone needs prayer for anything, I'll be at the altar. I'd love to talk to you and just pray and lift up your needs before God. Amen. I love you. Bless you in the name of Jesus. Now go take the land for the glory of God. Do something great for God. God bless you, church.